Hey there, you podcasters. I'm super excited to jump on to be a blessing for you today. If I had to give this word a title, I would name it No More Disgrace. No More Disgrace. And the scriptures that we're going to come out of today is Luke 1 and 25. Luke 1 and 25. And I'll be in a couple of other scriptures, but our anchor scripture is Luke 1 and 25. And and it's funny because as I was uh, reading through this, yesterday and even as I was listening to it when I listened to the chapters of the Bible on audio it began to bless me it really really blessed me and I ended up listening to it a few times and then finally it just kind of hit somewhere in my spirit where I said I have to take this word and I need to release it to the people and what I am sensing even now in the spirit is that we're at this place or some of you are at this place where you have been waiting for the promise of God that a prophecy was spoken over your life and you were excited when it first started out and and you know after a couple of years you were still holding on to that word and now it's been a long time for some of us it's been a decade for for others it's been two three decades that you've been holding on to a promise and even when things around you are falling apart you still continue to hold on to that promise and, and I'm talking to those that even may have even been uh, feeling as though you were used by someone in a relationship while you were walking towards this promise. Or maybe you feel like something was taken from you, you know, or, or maybe you just felt violated in, in, in a relationship where, you know, you thought this promise should have came to pass during that season. But it still hasn't come to pass. And I'm here to tell you on today that the Lord is um, faithful and that if he said it, you can surely hang your hat on it, that he's going to do it. And I don't say that lightly. I'm going to give you three points on today so that you will know that with God for you, the whole entire world could be against you. And when you get a yes from God, that's all that really matters. And we have to continue to wait for him. We have to continue to wait for his timing. I know that I'm right because I have promises in my life that I've been waiting on for decades, decades, podcasters, decades, and it has not come to pass. And I have to tell myself often, and even this weekend, I had to tell myself, you know, look, Jasmine, you have to hold on to this promise because the Lord cannot lie. It is not even in his character to lie. And I know that I'm right because when you go over to Numbers 23 and 19, this is what it says. It says, God is not a man that he should lie or the son of man that he should have to repent. Has he said and he will not do it? Or has he spoken and will he not make it good? I need you to understand this on the day that if the Lord said it, that settles it and you can hang your hat on it. Now we're going to get to this place where, yeah, you're going to be happy. You're going to have to contend for it. You're going to have to pray it through. And that's the season that I'm in. I don't know what season you're in, but I wanted to give you a word of encouragement because as I was sitting here over the last couple of days, I could just feel the enemy fighting me with opposition and, and study trying to tell me that it's never going to happen, that that promise is not going to come to pass. But I'm here to tell you on today 
just as surely as my name is Jasmine and I've been called as a prophet to the nations that that promise will come to pass and we will get to a place in our walk if you haven't already gotten there you will get there that you will have to pray it through you will have to talk to yourself you will have to encourage yourself and tell tell yourself you have to go in the mirror and look at yourself and say self you will hold on to the promise of God self God is not a man that he should lie or the son of man that he should have to repent self the promises of God are yes in a man self has has God not said it and not done it see we have to talk to ourselves we have to begin to speak back at ourselves because sometimes when we're having these challenges in our minds and our thoughts we have to take every thought under captivity come on now that exalts itself above the Lord and I know that I'm right because we're in a season that we are so close you're so close I know you feel discouraged I know you feel like you know what I've been waiting on this and you know people are looking at me laughing thinking that you know I'm just believing in something that's never going to come to pass I'm here to tell you on today the Lord will not leave you disgraced he will not leave you disgraced he was dealing with me about this and I just had to come and be a blessing to someone and tell you you continue to hold on to the promise of God the Lord will not have you disgraced in this season he will surely do it if he said it he will surely do it and let's look at Luke 1 and 25 and this is what really blessed me this is what had my spirit stirred to say look I have to hold on to this promise no one's gonna hold on to the promise for Jasmine no one's gonna hold on to the promise for you you have to hold on to the promise and and I want us to get in this place and I have been talking to God about this over the last couple of days I said Lord I want to hold on to this thing I feel a fight in my spirit I'm feeling discouraged I'm feeling like I don't know when this is gonna happen I don't know even if it's gonna happen I've been waiting for decades not one decade a decade is 10 years I've been waiting for decades for this thing over 20 years and it it hasn't come to pass I'm seeing things come to pass for other people God and, and I'm celebrating them but I'm asking you God when is it my turn God when are you going to show up for me when are you going to remove the disgrace it seems like in my life things are steadily going down spiral instead of up spiral and, and you have to begin to talk to yourself and say you know what God is faithful he's never failed you if you have air in your lungs and you are able to get up today because some people didn't get up on this side you can thank God. You can be sure that your promise is going to come to pass. Go over to Luke 1 and 25. This is going to bless you on today. This right here that I'm getting releasing on today. I am surely set in my spirit that God is going to do what he said he was going to do. He's going to do it. Saints, he's going to do it. Podcasters, he's going to do it. This is not the time to throw in the towel. This is not the time to say, you know what? I don't believe anymore. I'm just going to give up because wouldn't it be a shame for you to give up right now in, in, in a week from now, a month from now, uh, a couple couple months from now, a year from now, your promise comes to pass. And then now you sitting looking at the promise and you can't have that same excitement for the promise because you gave up on God. This is not the time to give up on God. And that's what I was talking to myself about. I just want to be transparent with you so I can bless you on today. That's what I was telling the Lord. Like, I don't want to give up on you. You've never given up on me when I've thrown in the towel in any other time. You are always there faithful and mighty, high and lifted up in my life. You've already factored in every loss 
everything that I've messed up. You factored all that in and you still called me. He still called you. Because see, I know the enemy is even out there saying to some of us, you know what? You messed up too bad or, or you missed it. That season has passed you by or it's never going to happen because you did this wrong or you did that wrong. But I'm here to tell you that the Lord already factored that in. He factored that in when he called you. And when he calls you, he qualifies you because he qualifies the call. I know that I'm right because think about Peter. Peter denied him three times. Jesus had already called him and said, Peter, you know, you on this rock, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. This is Peter. Peter is the strong rock. This is Peter. Peter was called by Jesus and Jesus already took into consideration. Peter was going to deny him. And I know that I'm right because he told Peter, look, I have prayed for you that your faith will not fail you. And the Lord has prayed for each and every one of you that your faith will not fail you. And I'm decreeing and declaring even now as a prophet of the most high God, as a prophet to the nations, that your faith will not fail you even now. Because I stand in agreement with you that your faith will not fail you. I'm praying that your faith will not fail you. I'm praying that you will see the promises of God in the land of the living. I'm praying on this side for you, just like there's somebody praying on another side for me that I might step into the promise that God has called me to be. Now, now I want you to know that the word of God tells us that if we should keep on running this race and we don't give up and we don't faint, we will surely get our reward. You will get your reward. If you don't faint, you, you will get your reward. reward. The Lord said it. We just have to learn to endure to the end to the end. I'll go over to Luke 1 and 25. It's very interesting because this is how Luke 1 and 25 reads. It says, the Lord has done this for me. She said, in these days, he has shown his favor and taken away my disgrace among the people. Luke 1 and 25. I'm going to read that again. And the person that we're talking about, this is Elizabeth speaking. Now we talk a lot about Mary and when Mary was pregnant by the Holy Spirit, but we're talking about Elizabeth. It's, it's interesting because Elizabeth's story is one of those stories where she was barren. Her situation looked like it was just a, a hopeless situation. It's one of those situations that all the factors are against you. And that's why I had to come on and bless you on today. Because the enemy is showing you everything that's against you. He's showing you everywhere you fail. He's showing you how this thing cannot come to pass. And I feel like this. If he's showing you all that, that means he already knows what's going to happen on the other side. Or he is aware of it. He, he's, he has some type of inkling that if you keep on going... The Lord is going to bless you because the Lord is gracious. Come on now. The Lord is going to bless you because he's gracious. But listen to this. This is what Elizabeth said. I'm in Luke 1 and 25. The Lord has done this for me. She said in these days, he has shown his favor and taken away my disgrace among the people. See what Elizabeth was dealing with was she was barren. She was barren. She was a woman who knew how shame felt because during that time when you married someone you was considered blessed if you had children that was the expectation and as a matter of fact it was so important back then if you were barren your husband could divorce you he could divorce you think about that if you couldn't produce that thing that that, that was beyond you she's barren she didn't make herself barren that's beyond her control that's a circumstance she's born into and back then the sting of shame 
could allow your own husband to walk away and say, because you can't have kids, I don't want to be with you. So you could imagine how she felt. You could imagine when she entered the marketplace, all these other women are pregnant and they're probably whispering about her. She's not pregnant. She hasn't been pregnant. It, it, she, it, what did what she do wrong? Or You know what I mean? They're probably saying all types of stuff. No different than the promise that hasn't come to pass in your life. There's some people that are whispering. There's some spectators. There's some sideline haters. There's some people that are looking and trolling your page. I'm waiting to see if they come to pass. They got something to say. They're making side comments and you're able to discern when people are treating you any kind of way because your promise hasn't come to pass. But I'm here to tell you on today, the promise will surely come to pass. It says, write the vision, make it plain on tablets so and, and that the vision will surely come. See, I know the vision will surely come because I've written the vision down i believe in this vision i believe in the prophecy that god has given me concerning me and i pray that you are being strengthened by the oil that i'm pouring out by way of my words to you that you will be strengthened on today to continue to can to continue to contend for the faith concerning the promise over your life look at what elizabeth says in luke 1 and 25 the lord has done this for me she said in these days he has shown his favor and taken away the disgrace among the people see she was disgraced she was feeling disgraced and, and she wasn't in her young age elizabeth was in her old age so that means she had went decades without having a child she had went decades with people whispering about her when she goes to to the marketplace she went decades when she showed up at church trying to praise god and people were whispering about her she went decades decades of shame and disgrace and, and then when the lord shows up get this i'm at luke 1 6 through 7 it says god chose zachariah and elizabeth to be the parents of john the baptist that's what basically uh luke 1 6 through 7 talks about it's talking about how the lord chose zachariah and elizabeth to be the parents of john the baptist and we know who John the Baptist is. John the Baptist is the prophet that was sent by God to prepare the way for Jesus Christ. That's an important task. Think about that. He has prepared them to birth in something huge, something big. And he had to wait. He had to take them through a process to make sure that they wouldn't abort the mission, to make sure that they would understand the importance of it. Get this. It, this is what it says that there was major facts about elizabeth and her husband major facts the facts was that they were from a priestly lineage when you read luke 1 6 through 7 it, it, it says that they were righteous they were from a priestly lineage they were righteous people who obeyed god elizabeth was barren and they were very old so i need you to get this on the day there's four major things against them or that people could look at it and it's like a contradiction. They're righteous. They come from a priestly lineage, but they old and she barren. She's barren and they old. Look at all these factors, stuff that don't even make no sense. But the Lord still blesses them. He still blesses them. 
He blesses them to the point that she makes the statement in Luke 1 and 25. The Lord has done this for me. She said in these days, he has shown his favor and taken away my disgrace among the people. See, back then, if you were faithful, if you came from a, a priestly lineage and you were a righteous people, it was the expectation that you would be blessed. It's the expectation. So for them not to have had a child, it was just like something's not right. They must have sinned. They must have did something. They must have had something going on in their family that they ain't said nothing about. Because how can they come from the perfect lineage, be righteous people, still serving God, but she's barren and they steadily getting old. They steadily getting old. But this is what I love because she recognizes because what ends up happening in short is that her disgrace gets removed because the Lord allows her to get pregnant by her husband and she ends up having John the Baptist. So without going into a bunch of details, because that's a whole nother story in itself, because the husband, when the angel visits the husband, the husband has a bit of disbelief that they're going to have a child. And because he didn't believe it, he, he was basically, his voice was taken from him until John the Baptist was born. So when you go back and read the story, it's very intriguing because he had a bit of disbelief when the angel said that your wife's going to have a baby. He's thinking, what? She, don't, she can't have kids. They, when you've been in a state for so long, you start to really believe that this thing isn't going to happen. You, when you've been in a state for too long, come on now. When you've been into, in a state that it hasn't happened you start believing and getting discouraged and saying okay this thing just not gonna happen so he has disbelief and because he had disbelief his mouth and his voice is removed his voice is removed until john the baptist is born and i love this story because when i look at it it's a reminder to you it's a reminder to me that god will remove the disgrace he will remove the disgrace and the shame. He will not leave you in that state. All it takes is one yes from God. All it takes is one door open from God. All it takes is God's favor on your life. And he will remove the disgrace and the shame. But we have to go through the process. See, they were going through a process because they were getting ready to have John the Baptist, the one who prepared the way for Jesus Christ. He wasn't just any baby. He was John the Baptist, the one who talked about the Lamb of God, preparing the way for him. He had a serious task. I love it because God removes Elizabeth's disgrace and makes her a mother of a miracle. John the Baptist was a miracle baby because she was barren. She was barren. He was a miracle baby. So I'm telling you on today that God will remove the disgrace. He will remove the shame. He won't leave us in those in that state. And he will replace it with his favor, which produces a miracle. And I love it because it even reminds me of Sarah and Hannah. Because Sarah and Hannah were both barren women in the Bible too. Hannah gave birth to who? Samuel. Samuel the prophet. Remember, Hannah's at the temple praying and Eli the priest thought she was drunk. And she was praying because she was calling out to God. She had been um, disgraced and shamed and, and picked on by Penina because she couldn't have a baby. And sure enough, it made her press into God. And she pressed in in such a way that she touched a miracle. She received God's favor by way of getting pregnant by Samuel. See, I know that I'm right. God will do it for you. He will do it for you. 
He will remove the disgrace and replace it with his favor. And that produces the promise. I love it because God is awesome. He's always going to do above all we could ever think or all we could ever imagine. And, and again, I know that some of us have received a promise and a prophecy and we're getting tired. We're getting discouraged. And I'm here to speak life to you on today. Do not be discouraged. Do not be discouraged. God is going to surely do it. I want to give you some scriptures that you can, you can hang on to as you're waiting. Point number one, point number one is God is not a man that he shall lie. Now I told you in numbers 29 and 23 and 19, it says God is not a man that he shall lie or the son of man that he should have to repent. Has he said, and he will not do it. Or has he spoken and he will not make it good. This is numbers 29 and 19. Also to hit home point number one, point number one is God cannot lie. Point number one is God cannot lie. So you can go look at yourself in the mirror and say, self, God cannot lie because numbers 23 and 19 told me that. But not only that, first Samuel 15 and 29 also says God cannot lie. It says also the glory of Israel will not lie or change. God is being called the glory of Israel. Also, the glory of Israel will not lie or change his mind, for he is not a man that he should change his mind. Then if that's not enough for you, go over to Hebrews 6 and 18. It says, so that by two unchangeable things in which it is impossible for God to lie. Come on now. It is impossible for God to lie. We who have taken refuge would have strong encouragement to take hold of the hope set before us. I want you to take hold of your promise on tonight. I want you to take hold of it again. I want you to talk to yourself and renew your faith. Renew it on tonight. Tell the Lord, forgive me for having disbelief. Forgive me for not being patient. Forgive me for not believing in you. I want you to, to hold on to your promise on tonight. Not only that, again, point number one, God cannot lie. Go over to Psalms 89 and 35. This is how it reads. Once I have sworn by my holiness... I will not lie to David. This is him making that statement to David that he cannot lie because he swore by his holiness. I'm here to tell you on today that God is going to surely do it. Point number two, his promises are yes and amen. And you hear me say this constantly. Second Corinthians one and 20, his promises are yes and amen. Point number one, God cannot lie. God cannot lie. Point number two, his promises are yes and amen. So you can count on this. For no matter how many promises God has made, they are yes in Christ. And so through him, the amen is spoken by us to the glory of God. See, when the Lord can't find anything, anybody, he can swear by himself. And this is what I love. When we say he swore by himself, he swore by himself because he's not a liar. So he doesn't swear by man because we, we, we flaw. We, we, we fickle. We lie. Things don't go our way. We change our mind. God is not a man that he would change his mind. Point number two, his promises are yes and amen. Point number three, whoo, point number three. Now, point number one is God cannot lie. Point number two, his promises are yes and amen. And point number three, if God said it, that settles it. Go over to Ezekiel 24 and 14, Ezekiel 24 and 14, Ezekiel 24 and 14. We're going to hit home on point number three. Point number three is if God said it, that settles it. I'm at Ezekiel 24 and 14. It says, God said, I am the Lord. I have spoken. It shall come to pass. I will do it. I will not hold back. I will not spare. I will not relent. According to your ways and your deeds, you will be judged, declares the Lord God. So if you are walking upright, if you are doing what God has called you to do, because there's always conditions to the prophecy. There's conditions, you know, and let me take that back. I won't say always, but a lot of the time there's conditions 
to the prophecy because some prophecy God gives with no conditions. He just doesn't. But a lot of the time there's conditions to the prophecy. And I'm telling you to walk in holiness, walk in the ways of God. The word of God says, who can ascend to the high places yet their hands be clean. So that's walking with the right spirit. That's doing the things that God has called you to do so that you don't inadvertently delay the promise, detour the promise, sabotage the promise. Because sometimes we get in the middle of the promise because we get to trying to push the promise forward. I know that I'm right because Sarah had her husband lay with another woman to try to produce the promise so i don't know who that's for on today but i don't want you to prematurely try to produce the promise we have to wait for god to produce the promise now he when we sit back and wait that don't mean don't do nothing because we have to put legs to our faith but what i'm saying is that in our wait waiting we seek god in our waiting we be about our father's business so that you're not sitting around just saying lord when is the promise coming lord when is the promise coming because if you get like that you'll find yourself tired and weary because come on now the god's the way god looks at time is not how we look at time they say what well, a day is like a thousand years unto the lord i'm here to tell you on today the lord will not leave you disgraced and shamed in this season his promises are yes and amen. He's not a man that he should lie or the son of man that he should have to repent. God said, I am the Lord. I have spoken. It shall come to pass. I will do it. I will not spare. I will not relent. That means he will not hold back on you. So you don't have to worry about him holding back. He's going to pour and lavish you with the promise that he promised you. Nobody else can take your promise. It belongs to you. It belongs to you. So you can continue to celebrate other people. Your promise belongs to you in this season. I love you guys. I'm praying your strength in the Lord. I pray that this message has blessed you. I pray that it has encouraged you because it's definitely encouraging me. When I've ever I put a word out that it first speaks to me before it, I release it out to you. And it has definitely encouraged me on today to continue to stand on the promises of God, to continue to contend for what I know and I believe that God has spoken concerning my life. Now, for those that have just popped on for the first time, I want to tell you thank you. Thank you for stopping by my channel. Thank you for listening to the podcast all the way through. God is going to bless you for that. God's going to bless you for your faithfulness, for your ability to continue to strive and to pull into him in this season. The word of God is clear. It says, if you draw nigh to him, he'll draw nigh to you. And I'm decreeing and declaring even now that in this season that the distractions will begin to fall off, that you will no longer be tossed to and fro like a ship without a sail, but you will be grounded in him. You will be anchored in Christ in this hour, no matter how it looks. No matter what people are saying, that you will know that God is for you when the whole world is against you. And for those that have come on and they want salvation, all you have to do is say your name because salvation is given to us freely. All you have to do is receive it. All you have to do is say your name and say you believe and you want Jesus Christ to come into your life as your Lord and Savior. That you want him to come into your life as your Lord and Savior. And that you renounce all sins and all soul ties. All things that you have uh, put above God. And he will take your sins and wash them away as white as snow. And when you say that I'll invite you into my heart, Lord, as my Lord and Savior, you receive your forgiveness. And then you say, I believe that you sent your son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross for me. And that he rose on the third day with heaven and hell in his hands and i have received salvation freely by invitation from him and it is a done deal 
It is a done deal. That's how easy it is to receive salvation. The word of God is clear. It says the, the Lord said he would have it that no soul should perish. He doesn't want anybody to not make it in. He wants all to make it in to heaven. And on today, if you, you prayed that prayer that I just said, and you uh, took the Lord and Savior into your heart, please go to my Positive Thinking Podcast. Jasmine Baker, it says Positive Thinking Podcast and type in Jasmine Baker after that. My podcast will come up and I want you to come on there and message me. Hit Watch one of the videos and message me so that I can reach out to you. You can also go on my Instagram. That's Positive Thinking Podcast. You'll see me on Instagram. I want you guys to begin to reach out to me by way of testimony. When you go over to my page, You'll see an email, which is positive thinking podcast at gmail.com. You can email me your testimonies. I would love to hear your testimonies. Those that have been listening or you just need a word of encouragement. I'm, I'm happy to respond to your emails at positive thinking podcast, all one word at gmail.com so that I might be a blessing. And also so that I might hear the testimonies that you have. I want to post those testimonies. I will not release your name, but I want the world to see that God is changing hearts all across the world in this season he is changing hearts he is setting people free he is blessing people like never before again i challenge you to go over to my youtube channel talk to me on youtube that i might be able to interact with you even in a much more personable way i want you to know that i love you i appreciate you and for anyone that desires to donate you can go to my um paypal which is listed on youtube as well i love you guys be blessed and know you are highly highly favored